So, uh, my name is Matt Davies. I am a Christadelphian. Um, I grew up in the Christadelphian community and uh, my parents were both Christadelphians in London. Um, so I always kind of grew up in and around the faith of the Christadelphians. My mum was brought up in the Christadelphians, but my dad, quite interestingly, was not. And he came in from outside. So my dad had a very, has a, has a different view, which I, I really value and enjoy because his, his, you know, it's not kind of just a given that he accepts stuff. He's quite sceptical by his nature, if anyone knows me dad. So he kind of taught me to reason and to think things through, you know, from a, from a, from a reasoned perspective. And interestingly, after my dad came into the Christophan community, my nan, my granddad and my uncle also came in being persuaded by my dad's testimony to them. So what was it that kind of attracted them and brought them in? Um, it, was, it was prophecy and you know, ever since I was a, a child, I love Bible prophecy. Why do I love Bible prophecy? Because for me it proves that the Bible isn't kind of just a combination of man-written documents. Prophecy foretells future events which could never have been known by a human being. And so the classic one, which my nan always refers to as what really persuaded her, and I guess growing up, looking back, it was, it's the classic one that's really persuaded me over the years, is Daniel chapter 2, where we have um, the vision of Nebuchadnezzar's image. And in Nebuchadnezzar's image, um, the great king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, he sees um, this strange dream uh, of a statue of metals, head of gold, breast and arms of silver, belly and thighs of brass, two legs of iron, and then the, the feet of this particular metal image have part of iron and part of clay. And the interpretations actually given in the chapter, um, King Nebuchadnezzar is told that he's the head of gold, there would be another kingdom after him that would come and take over his great kingdom of Babylon, the Medo-Persian Empire. And then another third kingdom would come, which history tells us was, was the Greeks under Alexander the Great. They swept over from Macedonia and took over the, uh, the kind of the power base. And then finally, the, the legs of iron of Rome, the Roman Empire came and took over um, from the Grecians as kind of the kingdom of men. Um, but what's most fascinating about the prophecy is that there are only four key empires. The Bible tells us that after that fourth empire, the Roman Empire, that the, the kind of the kingdom would be divided, partly strong and partly weak, the iron and the clay. Um, and I, I think that absolutely fascinating because there has been no fifth empire that you could say has taken over from Rome, basically, as the authority. What happened was, in the West, of course, we had uh, the Visigoths and the, the, uh, the kind of the barbarian tribes that arose over that side. And on the eastern side, we had the, the, the kind of the Arab um, tribes that came across and the Ottomans being one of the most famous of those. And the empire just kind of broke up, exactly as the Bible said, uh, to the kingdoms of men. And so I find that absolutely phenomenal. This is a prophecy that deals with hundreds of thousands of millions of people, right? This is a prophecy which you couldn't predict if it was a man. This is a prophecy that has to be, in my view, something that God has controlled and foresaw in his infinite wisdom. And so it's a prophecy like that that, that, that really kind of stimulates my faith and makes me believe that this is not just human thinking in the Bible. There's something bigger, there's something greater here because what's prophesied marries exactly with what's happened in history. And that's what persuaded most of my family to come in. And growing up, that's the sort of 
thing that um, excited me um, uh, to look up from the Bible and to see stuff happening in the world that was coming in accordance with Bible prophecy. But of course, what's most exciting about um, Nebuchadnezzar's image and the prophecy there is that it's not just this vision that the king sees um, of a statue predicting history. Um, there's stuff future to our day even packed into the prophecy. And so what happens is in the era of the feet, which is post the breakup of the Roman Empire. So this is our time, you know, probably around from 400 AD onwards. Um, there is this stone at some point that's going to come and smash the image and replace it with a, a mountain, the prophecy says, that grows to fill the whole earth. And when you look at the prophecy, it tells us that that mountain is the kingdom of God. And of course, you can link this with other parts of the Bible and it would explain that the stone that's coming, the stone power is, is going to be headed up by the Lord Jesus Christ, who's to return to establish God's kingdom, the re-establishment of the kingdom of Israel on the earth with the Lord Jesus Christ as the king. So growing up um, and having that understanding of prophecies like Daniel chapter 2 um, and having a, the Christadelphian faith, which we believe very much that the the Lord Jesus Christ is going to return in a bodily form, like it says in Acts chapter 2, when Jesus ascended to, uh, to, from, um, from, the, uh, from the Mount of Olives. We read in Acts 2 that two angels were there, and uh, they said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus will so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So we expect at some point in the future the Lord Jesus Christ to return to the earth to, as Luke chapter 2 says, sit on the throne of his father David, which was in Jerusalem, on the earth, with a real people, with a real law. Um, and so Israel will become that future kingdom that we, we are hoping for. So growing up with that kind of, uh, as a belief system, very different to mainstream Christianity, it's not just a blind faith in my view, it's not just something that we sort of just accept it's something which is well reasoned on the basis of the other parts of the prophecy, for example, in Daniel chapter 2. We have this assurance that yes, the, the Babylonian Empire gave way to another empire, which gave way to another empire, which gave way to another empire. But then there was no fifth empire. The fourth empire, the Roman Empire, split up. And so that gives us confidence that the stone power that's coming will indeed happen just as assuredly as the other, other, other kingdoms went, went about. So for me, Prophecies like Daniel chapter 2 really stimulate my faith and um, really help me to believe that the Christadelphians, we have got a right understanding of the gospel message and the, the coming kingdom and the hope and salvation that, that the Bible teaches us that we can have in the Lord Jesus Christ.